Welcome back to that handicapping show. I'm Claire Novak, joined today by Tom Lamara, and we are out at Keeneland. It is busy as the spring meet is about to get underway. We're going to take a look at the Bluegrass Stakes, a million dollars for three-year-olds going to mile and an eighth, and hopefully getting a shot at the Kentucky Derby. Of course, on Saturday, it's a very busy weekend of racing as we also have the Santa Anita Derby and the Wood Memorial, and you can find all of our coverage of those races on bloodhorse.com. But Tom, we're here in the Bluegrass, excited to get a start with Keeneland, and in the Bluegrass Stakes, there's a formidable favorite neither you nor I can pick against. Yes, uh, the Bluegrass drew a field of eight with a heavy favorite or a projected heavy favorite in Carpe Diem, uh, winner of the Tampa Bay Derby. Uh, the Colt is three for four with a second in last year's Breeders' Cup Juvenile. And why it's hard to pick against Carpe Diem is that he's shown speed, He's come from off the pace in a uh, slow race. He's come from off the pace in a quick race. And then in the Tampa Bay Derby, kind of put it all together. That was a mile and the 16th. He was close, dropped back a bit, made a big move, drew away by five. Uh, the quality of that race, I'm not so sure about yet. Yeah. I think we'll find out moving forward. But this race comes down to whether or not you're willing to take perhaps three, or, three to five or four to five on a horse. There are some other horses in here who look like they're on the improve, but that being said, as far as the selections go, we both decided to put Carpe Diem on top. It's really hard to pick against Todd Pletcher in these prep races when he has this type of a horse who just seems to be doing so well. And one thing to remember about Carpe Diem is he won the Claiborne Breeders' Futurity here in the fall, so we know he likes the track. He's a $1.6 million purchase uh, by Stone Street and uh, Wind Street, Windstar. I, I, was, I knew I was going to mess up the street. Yes, Wind Street. Anyway, uh, Windstar and Stone Street went in together on the horse to get him purchased and uh, we know he likes to track and it'll be his first time at the distance but doesn't seem to be a problem for him to stretch out given his running style. Yes, I think he should handle the one and one-eighth miles fine. I think he has the right running style for the race. I don't expect him to be on the lead. There is a speed horse uh, that drew the rail, Ocho, 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 who didn't really run that well last time out in California. Mm. And I've got some questions in my mind about that horse, so yeah. I'm not putting him on the ticket. Um, there are a couple others in here. You like Framento. I love Framento because this is a very interesting horse. He actually broke his maiden here last fall, going a mile and an eighth, which is not typical for runners. Usually they'll you know, break their maiden going a little shorter, but he loves the distance. He ran a very good closing third in the Fountain of Youth, and I really like the way he closed over that track, which is typically a speed favoring track. Nick Zito comes in here with him and is making some kind of analogies, uh, saying he's like strike the gold and kind of Nick seems to be in a really positive zone about this horse. And I don't think he'll beat Carpe Diem uh, on Saturday, but he doesn't really need to beat him. He just needs to run a good second, a good third um, to go ahead and, and keep moving forward. And I really am excited about him. And actually, if Carpe Diem didn't seem like such a prohibitive horse, I would be picking Fermento over him, but I'm just not sure that anybody's going to beat that horse. Yeah, I put him in the top three. Uh, he did wear blinkers last time, mm -hmm. and he showed some late foot in Florida. He's run his last two races versus Upstart, who of course um, uh, ran second in the Florida Derby, but still ran a really, really nice race. Mm -hmm. And um, I put him in third behind Classy Class in second, 
who has been racing in New York against El Kabir, who was entered in the Wood Memorial Stakes also on right. Saturday. This is a colt who has some speed, and um, he drew post seven in an eight-horse field. I think he'll be really well positioned in this race for Kieran McLaughlin and the Cheyenne Stables. And again, he had some trouble uh, in the Gotham uh, near the start and then ran into some traffic, ran a really good third. I think he's probably, if you're looking for a horse to play, maybe at five or six to one, it would be classy class. All right, so you mentioned the wood. We've got the wood in the Santa Anita Derby. I'm not going to be very adventuresome in either of those Nor races. I. I like Al Kabir. I think he's a really tough, really talented horse. I would stick with him. And, you know, Dortmund out in California, he's undefeated, uh, going for a six straight win. I really don't see how you could bet against him, but um, there's some interesting horses in that race like Prospect Park, and we'll keep an eye on everything at bloodhorse.com. But what do you think about the, the two other big races? I will be watching races, oh not boy. betting races Oh, on boy. Saturday. You know when he starts to just watch races that you can't make any money off of them. <laughs> well, you can keep, uh, keep posted with all of our coverage at bloodhorse.com. And as always, we want to thank you for watching that handicapping show.